0: All right, here we go. Welcome back to Calm Does Electric the podcast. Hey, welcome back to episode 6, season 3 of the podcast. I hope everybody out there had a great week. I had a good week. Hope you had an even better weekend. A lot of rain out here in Vermont, getting colder. The weather's starting to turn. The leaves have fallen. Um, My back hurts. That's right. My back hurts. Don't tell my wife I said that. Uh, I say that because... No, it doesn't really hurt that bad, actually. It's fine. I was sore a little bit on Friday morning. But so, because Thursday... I say that because Thursday day, we pulled in the parallel runs of the 500 copper from the ATS. Well, I should say from down from the generator on the rooftop down to the ATS all in all it wasn't that bad um this is probably the fourth or fifth time that i've worked with uh 500s um we were able to use the lull to get it up on the rooftop and the south wire jack stands to peel it off the reel onto the roof because we had a lot of space up there and we had it was about 150 feet total length uh two runs of 75 foot 75 feet uh, so we got we went ahead, pulled the first one in, chopped it up, pulled the second one in. Uh it, it was it was good. It went well. It was it was a relatively short run, seventy five feet, I guess. But it worked out pretty well. We had the four inch conduit. We had some of those cool. I've been getting a lot of questions about the LBs that we used. They were cut like on a. They were the LBs pulling LBs that were cut like on a forty five. So it was it was really deep. Hard to explain, I guess. Um, but, yeah, it, was, it made it easy so that you didn't have to, like, bend them into the LB like you normally would. I was able to just pull them in, pull them right down, and then put the c- cover on. And it just, the way it's cut, I think it was a mogul is what they're called, the pulling LBs. Another cool LB that we used before, I think it was a 3-inch, was the LBs that had the rollers in them, which is, uh, was pretty cool as well. I got a lot of questions on those, too. A lot of people asked me where I got them. I just got, we just got them at the local supply house, Green Mountain Electric Supply. So we picked them up. <clears throat> they had them uh, sent over for us. But yeah, they're they're pretty awesome. I think I think it's mogul is what they're called. I I gotta look on my, maybe maybe tomorrow. I'll go take a look. Um, yeah, all in all, it went great. They came the next day. Fired up the generator. That thing shook, rattled, and rolled. It was loud. It was awesome. That thing is a beast. It was shaking the fixtures below. So we had to go tighten some things up. Uh, some of the return air duct vents and all that were shaking every Tuesday, apparently every Tuesday at 11, they're going to be doing that generally will do an exercise for 20 minutes. Um, and I, they're definitely going to have something to talk about every time that thing pops on. Cause before it was in the back, it was like in their generator shed, you know, well off from the building. So they didn't even, you know, you didn't even notice when it ran its exercise, but, but yeah, all in all good day. Um, yeah. So I, I also wanted to, I want to give a shout out to this dude on Instagram. I'm not going to, say what his name is because just like a regular guy but I'm shouting him out because this is this is what's cool about it sometimes when you get a comment from somebody that's they they're trying to give you some advice or they're trying to say hey like you know what that might not be code or you should probably look into that or you might want to think about this next time But or say something just they say something proactive or something beneficial or constructive I should say and but they still kind of compliment you, and they're 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 not just being a dick, saying, "Oh, you suck. That's stupid. That's wrong." But you know, they're you know, that's what I like. Sometimes is I, I welcome all kind of criticism because this is all a learning experience. So I, I welcome all that. So when you get somebody to give you a comment that's like, "Hey, you should look into this," but they're also kind of being genuine and nice, that's always welcomed. So this guy commented on the reel I posted. Um, of the two disconnects that I piped over with some three quarters, switched over to liquid tight up into the two condensing units. Uh, his comment was, looks nice, man, but your second liquid tight for the second condenser is more than seven feet. It's against the code. Besides that, everything looks awesome. So great comment. Thanks for that. <clears throat> I think one, one thing I will say is that I, pre- I appreciate you trying to like let me know Blah blah blah. But I think in the video, and a lot of times this is the case in the video, you can't really tell because of the angle of the lens, or if, if you're at a certain, you know, things look they don't really look that you know the perspective is different. So I would say I think I'm pretty sure the actual run from the liquidite that I switched over from the EMT, I think it's it's probably right, like a little under five. You no, know, it's probably right right around five feet, is what I'm pretty sure it's at. I'm gonna double check tomorrow because I didn't even think about that. But it's a lot smaller of a run than it looks like in the video, just because of, like, like I said, the angle and perspective of the camera lens. Um, but I still appreciate that comment, and it made me do a little bit of digging, because I was curious, because I actually didn't even know that, to tell you the truth. I didn't even know that. I knew there were some, some length limitations, but I, I didn't know it specifically like that. Like that. Uh, the inspector that took a look at that, when they came through and did their inspection, He'd had no issues with it. Didn't bring up any comments. He actually liked. He he liked the way it all looked. You know, patted us on the back kind of thing. Uh, same with the, same with same with the bosses. No one no one mentioned anything about that. But because that mainly because I think it's under seven feet, anyways. But uh, so that like I said, I went and did some digging. First thing I looked at was Article three hundred and fifty under liquid type. Uh, nothing there that specifically said anything about a length of a whip. More just you know, useless permissible, uses not permittable, and. As far as strapping, like 12 feet from terminate, I mean, 12 inches from termination, and then supported every four and a half feet. <clears throat> but then I thought, well, you know, I got to look into not just the article in regards to the liquidite, I got to look at uh, what I'm going into, what I'm bringing that liquidite to. So I jumped over to article 430.223 uh, raceway connections to a motor. So this is where I found what I think this guy was talking about. Uh, The article states flexible metal conduit or liquid type flexible metal conduit, which is what I was using, not exceeding 1.8, six feet in length shall be permitted to be employed for raceway connection to a motor terminal enclosure. So I think that's what he was talking about. Looks like it's saying, you know, it can't be any longer than uh, six foot. But like I said, I don't think it actually exceeded any more than five feet but like yeah so you know this this is great this is educational he made me question it he made me break up the code book and do a little bit of research and you know it's a constructive comment so those are always appreciated and always um, welcomed. So shout out to that guy for not being a dick <laughs> because sometimes I got I posted a, I posted a real bending sum. A half inch emt just for some uh low voltage lighting stuff out of the lcp panel in the mechanical room just like an offset and like a 90 something small and there was some dude commented try again just like dot dot dot. try again like what like what do you mean just so he's like why are you gotta be a dick anyways uh speaking of the weather changing that's definitely happening pretty hard here in Vermont. We're getting cold uh we're getting rainy cold before we know it it's gonna turn into snowflakes and we're gonna be covered in snow and that's gonna be that's gonna be real fun um but yeah, so speaking of the weather change sixteen twenty uh came out with some new stuff some cool some cool new gear they're gonna hook me up with some shirts looks like they got the that more of a heavyweight uh long sleeve t-shirt. With their Nyko fabric, that same stuff that they have on their work pants, that is absolutely incredible. I'll break out, I wear the 1620 work pants when I know I'm gonna be doing something a little extra rugged because it's just gonna hold up and not tear and rip like most of my other work pants as easily. And they're a lot, and they're way more water resistant, and oil resistant, all that kind of good stuff. But yeah, it looks like they're coming out with some awesome new heavyweight long sleeve t shirts, which would be freaking awesome. And, uh, also a Henley style, so get the button up. Henley style. I still want to get my hands on one of their sweatshirts. Their sweatshirts look really awesome. Definitely, definitely something worth having up here in Vermont for sure. So definitely keep an eye out for that. That stuff's their, their stuff is crazy good. It, it's you know it's expensive, but it's what you, you know, you get what you pay for. You can go pot. you can go buy five or six pairs of shitty I don't want to call anybody out shitty work, you know, shitty work plug in brand here, parentheses, whatever, uh, work pants for 20, 30 bucks a pop, but then you're going to be buying them every six months, which I don't want to do because then you end up just losing it on your investment. So, yeah, spring for the more expensive stuff, especially the work gear, especially if you're a commercial electrician on the East Coast, you're going to need that rugged, rugged stuff. <clears throat> All right. So, yeah, I talked about those four inch LBs everyone's excited about. Talked about how my back hurts. Told y'all not to tell my wife. Just kidding. I ah, talked a little bit about sixteen twenty. Talked about the little gold article, which I appreciate. That was fun. That was like a scavenger hunt. I was like, right, I gotta check this out. Because a lot of times too, people will just throw things out there, like, oh, that's not code, or this, and and they don't know jack shit. They're just they're just regurgitating some bullshit that they heard from somebody else who gave them shit, and they think it's true, and it's just it's just not. So whenever someone does throw that at me, whether it's constructive like this guy did, or if it's Someone just being a dick. I do like to do some research, look into it, and you know correct my mistakes if there's a mistake. If not, just learn a little bit because that's what it's all about. <clears throat> um, yeah. Now I, I guess I'll want to talk a little bit about. We'll jump over some tool stuff. Uh, I just finished up my little co- my, my finished up my little custom socket set that I was putting together with the uh, foam insert pack out situation I had going on pretty awesome. I'm definitely not the best at, you know, carving that stuff out. I didn't have a CNC machine. Like some of these guys had this guy dry forge on Instagram has like a CNC machine with his foam. And it's just like, it's freaking super accurate and it's just perfect. It's definitely, definitely not the case in my situation. I used a utility knife and I basically just ripped the foam out. <laughs> um, but it came out pretty cool. Yeah, I, I posted a couple stories about that. I'm going to look into making a reel for that soon. But yeah, that stuff is really cool. All that era stuff. I appreciate that for sure. So I got, I got that done. <clears throat> and then, you know, I'm seeing all these. I mean, I feel like every single company now has their own modular stu- tool storage pack, stack pack, flex pack, whatever you want to call it seems like everyone's coming out with something. I've been seeing that the Tough Built stuff like crazy on Instagram. Everyone's posting about it. And I think some people actually got... You know, actually, yeah, a bunch of people did get some of them. I don't know if it's available to the public yet. I think it might be just one of those things where they were kind of releasing it to certain people to just promote it and get some hands-on videos of it. But it looks awesome. It definitely does. But I'm sitting here looking at... My, I have my dad's old uh, JCPenney metal toolbox. It's just like a, just a simple, basically just like a, just a box. (laughs) It's funny that it has JCPenney on it. It's probably from like the eighties. Uh, it's pretty sweet though. And it got me thinking, I was like, dang, you know, like old metal toolboxes are the, are kind of the shit. Like you see that one guy that rolls up, but usually a plumber or a pipe fitter still like one of the old timers that shows up and he's got like a metal toolbox. He's got just like a regular, Small leather, you know, strap tool belt, just real simple setup. He's got the same hand tools he's had for like 50 years. It, that's just so badass. There's something super badass to that. And then you get like a asshole like me walking around with like a, a diamond bag vest setup. I've got like Nippix, new clean, new Nippix all the time. I got like my client, my new client pump pliers. I got all this goofy shit, which, you know, is cool too. Um, but it's just, there's something badass about that. And I was thinking like, dang, you know what they got to do? One of these companies, they got to come out with a stack pack or a, a flex pack out, whatever, the, whatever you want to call it, a tough belt, but have it be that old school metal toolbox, not like the rolling, not like the mechanic, you know, shop boxes that are the the drawers, the metal drawers, like have it be some kind of modular storage system similar to all those other guys. But have it be like the old school metal. That would be that'd be pretty badass. And you can have it like with the fake patina. So it looks like it's rusty and old and like you've had it for 50 years. But it's a freaking pack out or some shit. <laughs> I think that'd be pretty badass. Uh, we'll call it. What can you call it? You call it like a transformer pack. <laughs> Optimus. We'll call it Optimus stack. Optimus prime power pack stack. Tough, tough pack. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that'd be pretty funny. You know, it won't be long before someone comes out with that. I think, yeah, it'll probably be like Snap On. Oh, Snap On should do that. Or, I mean, craft, i guess crafts, craftsmen—they've got the uh, the cooler metal toolboxes. I want to grab one. I got to get one just for my house. I got a bunch of plastic ones. It's funny—the toolboxes at my house are shit compared to the ones I have at work. But it's just the way it goes. I think it'd be—I don't know—I think there's something badass and something. um There's something, like, American and, like, genuine about, like, an old metal toolbox. Um, So that's where I'll leave it. That's another episode of Colin Does Electric, for podcast. I hope everybody out there has a good week going into Monday. Hope you enjoy listening to this episode. Please rate, review, share it, post it, download it. All that good stuff. Let your friends know. Let your boss know about it. Let, get, let your kids listen to it. Let everybody... Tell, show your grandma. Say, hey, grandma, listen to this cool podcast about this, about this young guy who has a podcast about being an electrician. Um, she'll get a kick out of it. <laughs> Have a good week.